This is Starbucks Lovers, a Taylor Swift podcast hosted by Maggie Lovett. Welcome to Starbucks Lovers, a Taylor Swift podcast, a podcast that goes through Taylor Swift's entire musical catalog chronologically. This season, we have been discussing Taylor Swift's career at the start with her debut album, but with the debut album in our rear view mirror, I wanted to do something very special in honor of December 13th, aka Blondie's birth. Um, but also, I wanted to do something fun to commemorate the first year of Starbucks lovers and just vibe with all of the lovely uh, Starbucks lovers that have been on the show this season. Uh, so I have invited a few of our favorites back. So please join me in welcoming back our lovely geeky waffles, Candace. Hey. And Arzu. Hello. The one and only Lex. Hello. Fangirl Supreme Meredith. Hi there. And joining us for the very first time, the ever-talented Norhal. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> I liked your Obi-Wan Kenobi impression there. <laughs> Uh, so ahead of today's episode, I asked everyone to think about which songs best apply to their favorite ships and characters. And we have come up with a truly incredible playlist of pairings. Uh, there are definitely a few songs that seem to be popular among all of us. So I figured we would start out by talking about those. And first up is a personal favorite of mine and definitely a song that ends up on all of my playlists for like supremely romantic pairings. And that is Daylight. Uh, so who would like to talk about their Daylight pairing first? I mean, I'll go since uh, one of our other shows that we have on this network is Space Waffles. And I am a big Star Wars Rebels fan and I'm a huge Kanan and Hera shipper. and you know, Kanan was like an apprentice Jedi and then, you know, the purge happened and then he meets Hera and it's like daylight. Feelings, y'all. Feelings. Oh, I love that so much. Especially because like, spoiler alert, he like loses his sight, but he says like he could always see her or something like mm -hmm. that. Like he says something like that, but like there's feelings. I got a lot of feelings. It is such a good song. And it is also on my playlist. Uh, Daylight is my Finpo song uh, because I just felt like it really fit their like relationship after they meet and like finally get to have like this moment of happiness together. Um, and I just, that song just felt um, very relevant for them. Did anybody else have Daylight on their playlist? No, I know Nicole was supposed to join us today and she had daylight on her playlist, which I very much appreciate. Um, we also have peace as a very popular one. Speaking of Nicole's playlist, which she is not here to talk about. Uh, that was a, uh, Jen and Cassian from rogue one song that I believe her sister Hannah wanted to share with all of us is also one of my favorites for Jen and Cassian. Um, but I actually have it on my playlist. Oh, I do have it on my playlist for Rebel Captain as well. So same. <laughs> I don't have it on my list for ships, but I do have it on all my writing playlists because of how beautiful it is. So when I write like yeah. romance, like peace is always there. I just can't think of a specific ship to assign it to. And I know Meredith has it on her playlist as well. Yes, I do. Um, I am one of the small minority that uh, ships Poe and Ray together uh, during the sequel trilogy. So to me, this is very much a Damaray song, specifically just like Ray's kind of inner turmoil as far as like 
I have this darkness in me. Like I am capable of the light and the dark and I will never fully be at peace. And they are, Poe and Ray are kind of like torture buddies because they've both been tortured by Kylo Ren. And I liked that that kind of like connected them together and their PTSD from that. So yeah. I- Meredith, you and I are going to talk afterwards. Because I've read some good poem right back. Oh, I like I can see it. Send it, send it, it my way. I Actually, it. I just found a new fic that's titled "Tis the Damn Season," and I'm like injected in my veins. Let's go. Um, oh, yeah. I love that. you. Know what "Tis the Damn Season"? Like I don't really ship it, but it's like Mickey and Rose from Doctor Who. Because oh. like you can call you can call me babe for the weekend. With like Christmas invasion, like they're together. Like they seem like they're dating whenever they're together. And like, oh, I like that. Bucky has opinions. Bucky didn't like that. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to skip ahead on the list that you all can see, but I know that Lex has champagne problems on her playlist. I would love to hear about the character that you feel like that fits best for. Oh, yeah. Um, So I love uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Believe it or not, I still have not seen The Haunting of Hill House. And why I watched Bly Manor first, I don't know. Um, but I loved, love, love The Haunting of Bly Manor. And the very first time I listened to Champagne Problems, um, it made me think of Danny Clayton from Haunting of Bly Manor um, because she, part of her arc in the beginning of that series is that she um, has broken off an engagement and she's kind of struggling with her feelings on that and her guilt over it. And it just, the overlap of the, lyrics um like the very first time i listened to the song that's immediately what i thought of oh i love that i was so excited to see danny on here because i feel like twitter gives her a lot of love but like i feel like not enough people talk about her she's such a great character she really is i love her um i would have put champagne problems on here for like my because it's my go-to it's like the song i listened to the most on my spotify rap this year um but i associate it with a fictional pairing that i came up with so like i can't put it on here (laughs) i actually put Uh, champagne problems on my playlist as well for joe and Lori from little women oh i love Um, that so much i found a really great fan vid that put them together or used that song and i can never listen to it without thinking of joe and Lori. um I just think it fits them so well with their dynamic. And of course, like she said no to him and just like the reasonings behind it. I just, uh, it's angst filled and wonderful. And did yeah. she drop her, his hand while dancing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did during that, you know, yeah. porch dance, you know, when they were, you know, going Having a nuts. good time. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Freestyling it. And also, Lori had some champagne <laughs> had problems so too events. afterwards. He really did. I feel like it It really yeah. does fit them. I was so excited to see it on your playlist because I was like, yes, I never realized how fitting that is for those two. And then another song that I feel like a lot of us in this episode really love and have talked about before is Cowboy Like Me. I feel like for a handful of us, it's the same relationship on that list, um, which is Bonic. Yes. Bonic. This yes. is actually what I, I think I suggested this episode topic to you it is maggie and i it think is. it's specifically because of this song because <laughs> i'm like the book of boba fett's coming out the same month it's synergy it is synergy. Waffles. <laughs> it's 
it's not on my playlist but the fact that all of you put it on there it's officially the bonnet song for me like it's so perfect for them it's, it's such a good song. I only see it as a bonnet song because the three of you do. Like for me, <laughs> like I, I'm like, yes, okay. It's like the we second have number gear pressure. I'm wait, like, wait, yeah. y'all. We we have to tell people what bonnet is because oh, not oh, everyone yeah. is as cultured Bo- as Boba we are. Fett and Fennec Shand. <laughs> Thank you from Book of that Boba Fett and yes. Mandalorian. My my go to yes. for them is Cardigan. I don't know why. If somebody says Bonnick, <laughs> that is the first song that pops into my head. So it's Cardigan. But Cowboy Like Me is like the second song. And it's purely because of the three of you, honestly. Thank you. Oh, I love that. It's just I'm like, so- <laughs> it's like angsty, but like also like love. And they're like, we're um, both drifters and we're both scamming people. Yeah. So and like, there's a make swagger to the song too, you know, yeah. and they like both have that. And it, they, it just, they're along for the ride together and join each other's stories. Exactly. And there's something yeah, very mature about the song. Like it feels very like yeah. not young people doing this. Like mm-hmm. yeah, somebody's lived experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They lived. Yeah, and the perspective of it could be love, it could be the way forward. That's that's British. Yes. Now, I, I love that Arzu mentioned cardigan. because um, I felt like <laughs> when I put this on my playlist. Um, surprised myself. Uh, did a lot of healing last month on a, uh, a podcast that Meredith um, produced, and I felt very comfortable putting Captain Swan down on here. It will always be like one of my top ships, even though I'm begrudging of it now. Uh, but Cardigan always makes me feel like like back in the day, like I would have put this on a playlist for them. It's very Hook and Emma from Once Upon a Time. It just, the vibes fit. Oh, 100%. I, um, like, if if Once Upon a Time was on right now, like, that would be played amongst the shipper community, hands down. Well, that kind of goes back to, like, when Red came out, Once Upon a Time was really big. And I was a Rumbell <laughs> shipper. And the song Red was, like, Rumbell to Ooh, me. Like, oh. Loving him was Red. And, like, trying to forget him is, like, remembering worst the song you never knew or something like that and then Belle like lost her memory because that's what happened in that stupid show always always like chaos and that was like season two I definitely had I knew you were trouble on like my hook playlist back in the day I had a lot of red (laughs) it honestly like works for all of them it really does um, Taylor Swift I'm sure secretly loves it especially just like the Peter losing Wendy like it's right there like yeah another fantastic song that I think a lot of us had on our playlists was Gold Rush and I was kind of surprised to see all the different characters that we associate with the song Meredith were you getting ready to go I mean I can because yes. um <laughs> So excited. <laughs> I'm very excited because last year, December 2020, um, we received Evermore and we also received Bridgerton. And I did not know that these two would pair so well together that a lot of these Evermore tracks are based off of my Bridgerton ships. And Gold Rush is definitely one for me for Pollen, which is uh, Penelope and Colin, specifically from Penelope's perspective, um, lines of, you know, she is like longing after this man, but she's 
also a wallflower and she's kind of keeping to herself too and not really sharing her feelings and spoiler she is lady whistledown so she just sees all and knows all and i just love the lyrics of course like everybody wonders what it'd be like to love you and like you know having your life be so perfect but i can't dare to dream about you anymore because it hurts so much and um i just i love it i love their journey from the books and i can't wait to see more of it and yeah gold rush is definitely on my pollen playlist I, I'm a huge pollen shipper, so I love that. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I hadn't put that together, but I'm I'm accepting this onto my pollen playlist. Love it. Oh, I love that. I had mine down for Jamie and Bryn from Game of Thrones. It just felt very accurate because, you know, Jamie's such a pretty boy. I saw it on somebody else's playlist because um, I listened to it. I listened to a playlist for Jamie and Bryn when I was reading um, Olivia Dade's All the Feels. Um, correct? It's all the feels. Spoiler right? alert. No, spo- spoiler is the Damie Brand one. Yes. Um, and I listened um, to the playlist while reading that book and I was like, this is so perfect. Um, so I really enjoy that one. Um, and speaking of the one, I know that we all have that one on our playlist for the most part. Mm. Um, now Lex hasn't, Lex hasn't said anything in a while. So I'm, I'm, I'm so this. sorry. So many of these <laughs> ships go over my head. <laughs> I've just been sitting here like this sounds great, um, but I have nothing to contribute. Um, I will say Gold Rush makes me think of Thor Odinson, just because oh. what must it be like to grow up that beautiful with your hair falling into place like dominoes? Can't relate. Um, no, but for the one I put, um, so I'm a really big Shit's Creek fan, and um, I put Alexis and Ted um because i think that that song is really fitting for them and um you know i think that's what's so good about that song is it's kind of like reflecting on the personal growth that you had within a relationship and i think ted really brought out the best in alexis and kind of helped her come into her own and that kind of reflective happy looking back on a relationship i think is very fitting for them so that I think was actually the very first one I put on my list. I love that. The one is such a good song because there's just so much like misconnections to it. Mm-hmm. And like, I definitely feel like the one works really well for like alternate universes as well, because it's very much like that, that vibe of AU fix. Um, I used it for my castle playlist, uh, which is Karen Page and Frank Castle from Daredevil and The Punisher on Netflix. And they're very much like, if only a few things had been different, like this would have worked kind of relationship. Um, And it's just so good. Yeah, that is so good together, honestly. Um, Think of that for them, but that makes so much sense. (laughs) I had the one for Jeff and Annie from Community. Um, especially because of the finale as, uh, Annie leaves to join the FBI, like internship or whatever. And they, Jeff and Annie have that moment back in the study room one more time. And it just brings up all the feels of like, they really could have had something beautiful and it was just never fully going to work out. And, um, yeah, the one just like it, when I think of them now, like, it just hits differently with the one. 
Meredith, that. you and I are shipping like shit. I know. Every time <laughs> Meredith yes, we're a ship, I'm like, you're my shipper soul sister right yeah, now. I love this. <laughs> I, I shipped <laughs> so much. And it works so perfect. It does. My month, they eventually get together when Jeff like grows up some more. Uh, yes, <laughs> definitely. There oh, we go. Better that. man or something. I don't know. No one died, so it's fair game. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to deal deal with the dead half of your ship. Um, Speaking of dead halves of ships, Arzu, I know that you have Cruel Summer on your playlist. (laughs) I do, but I put it for Darklina because... Hey, I mean, that is... (laughs) It just... It has this, like, excited, kind of sexy vibe to it, but, like... Mm -hmm in a way I can't describe and I'm like if that's not season one of Shadow and Bone like full disclosure I haven't read the books and I don't plan to because I know how they end so <laughs> I don't like the ending so I'm not going to read them but the Darklina I've seen, I've seen this season. film before and I didn't like the ending exactly like I'm not and that's the song yes. I put for Darklina <laughs> but Cruel Summer yes I yeah. I'm choosing <sighs> Not to focus on the ending, but on the sort of intense, incredible chemistry we have in season one. And I'm just, I'm rolling with that vibe. And Cruel Summer is a Darklina song. Oh, I love that. Well, since we mentioned Exile there, um, I guess we should just go ahead and jump to Exile, which is my Raylo ship song. The Raylo <laughs> National yes. It's the, the Raylo Nation song. Absolutely <sighs> convinced that Taylor Swift watched The Rise of Skywalker. And went like, home and wrote it. Film before. <laughs> Didn't yeah. like the ending. Have no I will say, on a Raylo note, I put in my notes, Exile, Raylo, Willow, Raylo under better circumstances. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that though. I mean, because it's it's the force bond. Like, it, yeah, we're, we're connected. Yeah, great. Yeah, Can I just say, "Cruel Summer" reminds me of Loki because of Tom Hiddleston. Well, like, <laughs> it's, it's almost yes. like it's almost like Getaway Car and Cruel Summer pair nicely with any Tom Hiddleston character. I yeah. was going to say, Nicole and I were talking the other day, like in preparation for this, and she thought that. Um, getaway car was a good Loki Sylvie song. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I can see it. Yes. They're partners in crime. Mm-hmm. I left you and, but then in a motel she, bar. She left him in a motel bar and uh, put the money in bag and stole the key. Stole the key. That was the last time he ever saw me. <laughs> All right. I am not going to go on my Hiddle Swift ramp. I promise. Um, <laughs> Even though this is very much a Hiddle Swift podcast. It's 100%. Yeah. I, I am the child of divorced parents, Tom and Taylor. It is fine. Um, I was looking to see if anybody else had it on Exile. I think... The three Raylos, I'm shocked. Like, Raylos it definitely would have been shocked. Anakin and Padme if oh if they lived. Um, and I feel like another common song was Wildest Dreams. I feel like it's, yeah. it's, it's hard not I to I mean, it's the, the song, playlist. you know? It's yes. The it was song. the most played song. <laughs> It's my um, it's my Obi Wan ship song. So it's both Obatine, but it's also a little bit Obidala. Yes. Yeah, it is both. Yeah, it works both ways. So it's an Obi Wan song. I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, I guess it's my Padme because I saw it as Annie Dalla in my case. 
it's a Star Wars song. No, we can there definitely see it with Satine and Obi Wan. Like they know they can't continue, but you know they had their romance, their dalliance, and they had their baby. Corky Kenobi is canon. Yes, Corky is canon. <laughs> Speaking of Obi Wan and Satine, I think the one also works really well for them. Yeah, I just realized yeah. it really is just a mixed connect, like missed connection song. Like any yeah. ship that like had the chemistry but never went there, it's the one. Exile actually works too for them. Damn it, everything works for them. Yeah, the I power of Taylor Swift, all of them work. Yeah. The angst. There's so you know much. she's one of us because all of her songs work for fanfic and shipping scenarios. So exactly, I'm sure she secretly has a fanfic account somewhere. She has a Taylor, oh, so totally she knows. Does. Taylor, give us her, your burner. Your AO3 account, drop the link. Your friends, drop it. <laughs> Promise I won't tell anybody. Just want to know your reading history. It's just all Loki stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, could you imagine? <laughs> oh my god. Chaos. Actual chaos. Definitely has uh, Silky and like Lo- Loki and Sylvie like save to go back to read fix. <laughs> she is subscribed to that relationship on there. He has a tag as a favorite. favorite. Yes. <laughs> so now is where we dissolve into chaos. Because I think I more or less pulled all of our common songs. I think we added a few after I, I finished uh, on the dock. Um, I do think, did a few of us have New Year's Day? I had New Year's Day. I didn't add it to my list, but I was thinking I meant to add it to my list. Mm-hmm. I so what I've always loved about New Year's Day is that it's clearly about Joe Alwyn, but I think that it can also be turned on like a platonic friendship appreciation song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I again another Shits Creek reference. I I feel like it's really fitting for like platonically uh, Stevie and David. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's so cute. I, I like, like that. that. I love that. That's great. I have. I had New Year's Day for Roy and Keely from Ted Lasso. Yes, that's, that's perfect. so good. I was really happy with that one. I was like, yes, that's totally a song that like, yes, Roy probably found it first. I was like, hey, Keely, listen to this. <laughs> he was super <laughs> gruff about it, but Roy is a Swifty. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's a secret Swifty. have that. Ted Lasso writers, if you're listening to this, give us Roy Kent secrets with you. He takes his niece to concerts. Yes. We and they're fully this. his idea. I, I totally love that. His, his, totally. his niece is like, why am I here? <laughs> this is not Jojo Siwa. <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> so that just reminds me, uh, your Ted Lasso talks reminds me of Brooklyn Nine-Nine with Jake. And I'm betting he sees like his relationship with Amy and all the Taylor Swift songs. Because Taylor, Taylor always right. Yeah. All, makes him feel things. And he like, in, I think it was the last season. He's like, yeah, I was just like, you know, let's listen to Evermore and Folklore on repeat <laughs> during the quarantine. But yeah. Jay Carlton, man after my own heart. Yes. <laughs> Truly. I have not watched the, the last season yet in my mind. If I don't watch it, it's not over. Yes, but there's a Taylor Swift reference. I know. I saw the screen grab. I saw the screen grab. Now, Candace, since you're talking, I know oh, yeah. that you I know that you have two songs that you identify as Rose and Doctor songs. Well, one of them is because Maggie is mean and sends me TikToks that are emotional and I do not appreciate. But in the new red release, um, 
nothing new. I didn't see this as Dr. Rose until look at Maggie sends me this TikTok. And I'm like, oh my God, the pain, the pain of this, because it's all about a woman like freaking out about aging, even though she's like 20. <laughs> and just like, when is like when I cry, when will it not be cute anymore? When will the no novelty be gone? And I keep thinking of like school reunion when Rose meets Sarah Jane and just like finds out like he just meets women and then like leaves them on earth. Like, yeah, it really fits for any female companion who has like emotional attachment to the doctor. Like once they realize they're just a long line of companions. Yeah. It's kind of weird when you think about it. <laughs> Willow reminds me of Doctor the Doctor and Rose just because it's like wreck my plans and I think I had just rewatched it and I was like oh look he blew up her job and <laughs> she and I come back stronger than a nineties trend and the whole thing about like season four series four as I say like is Rose is coming back like she's returning she's coming back and just like that language really reminds me of Willow. I just had a realization that Exile could be perfect for 10 rows and 10 two. Can I just say, Maggie is the worst at this. It was my birthday, and she started playing the Doomsday theme song on no, her Skype Zoom call. This. And, like, those notes are triggering for me. <laughs> my job, Maggie. That's uh -oh. cold. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, anyway, so I had all you had to do <laughs> was stay for 10 rows, moving right along. <laughs> I like pain. Leave me alone. But honestly, so many Taylor Swift songs, yet again, just really work for 10 and rows. Um, I think that's also because, like, if you think about when Taylor Swift came out and became really popular, that's when the revival of Doctor Who started, um, started too. So I think that's, like, I got into both those. I got both into mm -hmm. Taylor Swift music and... Doctor Who Doctor at the Who. same time. So like, Great timing. They, like go into my mind together. On a I, happier. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I didn't have any. Here's, here's the thing with this assignment. Um, <laughs> this, assignment. this is it, class. <laughs> I sat down to think of songs uh, and I completely blanked on any fictional character I've ever known ever. <laughs> and same. A hard time. Same. Um, same. And. So you all talking has like made me realize songs that like I associate. So I do apologize for going off script. Um, Please go off script. I didn't watch Doctor Who until 2014. I was a sophomore in college and I binged it on Netflix and I completely forgot until this night that I had a moment with that show. And 2014 <laughs> was the same time that 1989 came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking that Wildest Dreams was a 10-row song. Oh. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, that's so good, oh, too. No. Thank you. Oh, I'm Thank feeling you. things. Thank you, Lex. I'm feeling sure things. Sure thing. I'm, I'm good for that. <laughs> um, on a happier note, and kind of going back to our, our sitcom happy vibes that we were rolling with before I brought up. 10 rows. I know that Arzu has paper rings on her playlist for a very I special do. relationship. I have paper rings on my playlist for Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec. 
because this i distinctly remember binging the entire series in a week it was the first time i'd seen it i just watched the whole thing my roommate's like are you okay and i'm like no and then i texted everybody i knew like forget any other fantasy i have ever had ben wyatt is husband material that's it <laughs> like like realistic husband material doesn't like she, let, let's be real doesn't she get married in a paper dress she does yes. and then that's what makes it so perfect is like whatever they had planned for their wedding she just makes a dress out of like legislative documents and marries him in that and i'm like she literally not paper rings but a paper dress so close enough because you do what you got to do to marry ben wyatt you know what i mean so this is true so yeah so it's a very leslie and ben song that's a oh, really, really great song for them i've had a crush on adam scott since he was like on boy meets world they put him in a leather jacket and he was the bad boy I was simping for Adam Scott during Big Little Lies. My roommate's like, I feel like because you just finished Parks and Rec, you might be a tiny bit biased. I'm like, me? <laughs> biased? Same, though. Yeah. I was like, that's I... Ben Wyatt, that uh, good place. When he's on there, I'm like, yeah, that's Ben Wyatt. I yeah. would follow him onto a train into doom. <laughs> yeah, party down to oh, okay, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the, the power of Adam Scott. Doesn't matter what you do. You're like, yeah, absolutely. Also, that one time he was married to Catherine Hahn and Step Brothers fantastic actually that was my first exposure to adam scott so then when i saw him as ben wyatt it was kind of a shock and then ever since then, i'm like no you're ben wyatt this is who you are now i just, love that yeah. love him i love that i am gonna briefly take us back to some pain um i got Bye. yelled at for putting this on my playlist um for those of you who have watched wandavision i chose right where you left me for oh my god wanda the personal wanda. attack i felt once i saw that on your playlist i was like how dare you but also that's, it's so perfect it. it's a perfect song it just i felt like it fit more specifically for wanda mm -hmm. and all the things that she's gone through um but then just really nailing it home with vision i feel like mad woman also works for wanda Especially yes. in WandaVision, because everybody's telling her the whole like every time you uh, call me crazy, I get more crazy. Like the, yeah. And yes. the whole, there's the allusions to hunting witches and. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, I have that I one for, I know you have this yeah, one for, as well. For Daenerys Targaryen, I recall. Mm, I, I, have, I have no proof, but oh, I, I have no doubts either that. Uh, Taylor Swift was mad as well with season eight, how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> so she was mad. That, I love that, how, that, however we feel, we're like, yes, this is how Taylor also feels. <laughs> Listen to her discography. It resonates with us so deeply that, of course, she feels the same way we exactly. do. Like, she gets it. Did she admit that, like, look what you made me do was like, inspired by Arya Stark? Yes. Arya? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So she, she does do this. She just doesn't get admit to it every time. Because no. then everyone would be like, oh, she's writing fanfic. Yes. We all know what happened the one time that Halsey admitted that a song was about a character. It's a great song, yeah. though. It is a good song. Not to bring back Ben Solo, uh, but I did. Um, <laughs> Candace, you have a really good one down for Steve and Peggy that I was really excited about. Oh, yeah. I was just listening to in the car when I was running errands. It's Starlight. And yeah, it has nothing to do with them, really, except like, it says 1940s and it's just like you know all hopeful and 
the feel of it, you know? And you know what? That could be after Endgame. They could be all happy and have 10 kids and teach them how to dream. Oh, yes. It was such a pure pick. Um, I was really happy to see all of the, like, superhero characters that we all had on our lists. I know Lex has a few on hers for Bucky Barnes. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do love me some Bucky Barnes. And when Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out this past spring, um, my entire TikTok for you page was just Bucky Barnes at its set to Taylor Swift songs. So I'll admit that I that's where I got a lot of my inspiration. But for Bucky... I put clean and Coney Island. Um, Inspired. I think it's just so fitting for the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier when he kind of finally comes to terms with being able to forgive himself for his past and being able to kind of get back into the real world. And then Coney Island, I I, I don't ship Stephen Bucky, but I love their- I, I but I love Stucky is the thing. Like I don't ship him, but I love him. You know what I mean? And it's just this thing where I always kind of have liked to imagine that there were points where Bucky before you know he finally came back with Steve, where he like went back to New York and was in Coney Island and began to remember the times that he and Steve spent together there. And so I've always just associated that song with uh, Bucky Barnes. That was such a pure time on TikTok too, when it was just like Bucky Barnes fan cams. I miss that so much. I miss it. I'm like, I, I keep going back and like re-liking things. Like, come on, TikTok algorithm. Don't fail me now. It hasn't worked yet. Um, but I, I have a Taylor Swift one that I came up with while I was watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier earlier this year. And that was Look What You Made Me Do. Zemo. Shocked. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Zemo came up. Surprised. <laughs> Just shocked right now. And I actually have an article coming out on another site soon where I got to actually mention Look What You Made Me Do and Zemo in the same same phrase. So very excited about that. But that song just like I mean, Look What You Made Me Do. I mean, the Avengers not helping in Sokovia and just walking away led to him, you know, Okay, we're not going to go through that again because they didn't <laughs> just walk so. away. <laughs> Agree to disagree because they flew away. Um, they took the people with them. Okay. 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 We're not going to go into that. Okay. What could have they done? They could have not created the murder robot. That's what they could have not done. <laughs> not just creating a small murder ass. robots is always a good idea. Yeah, you you know. know, a good yeah. rule of thumb. Yeah, no murder robot voice by James Spader. <laughs> you know, words to the wise. When you get a choice, don't make the murder robot. Exactly. Unless it looks like Vision and white. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the only that's acceptable okay. murder that's robot. The yes, the only one. one. Um, shockingly, I have another Marvel ship on here. Uh, which is Drukari. Drukari? I don't know. Drukari? Is that how Drukari! we're saying Yes. Drukari. The best part um, of the movie. The Aww. best part of Eternals. Drukari, yes. Yeah. Um, and I chose Invisible String. Amazing. They're Aww. always being pulled back to each other. Love it. Because they're baby. I love it. I love that ship so much. And Invisible String just is perfect because they've been connected for thousands of years. Aww. I want more of them now. I need it. Yes. I need more than just that little animated thing that Marvel put out on their YouTube. 
Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, At least more. they recognize the popularity and they they're did. rolling with it and they're not pretending it didn't happen. Look yeah. at the other franchises. So, yeah. <clears throat> yes. yeah. Also, Chloe Zhao, drop your AO3 username, please and thank you. Seriously, please and yes. thank you. Um, another Taylor Swift X in that movie. Mr. Harry Styles. <clears throat> I, I would Spoiler like Taylor alert Swift. for Eternals. It's, it's past the embargo. We've got a poster. As soon as the yeah. poster's up, it's out. Um, I think Taylor Swift should be cast as Professor Xavier because yes. it's all for X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> I'll insert the drum. <laughs> Please let it yeah. be drums and not crickets. Because with everybody on mute, I was like, that was funny. Laugh, people. <laughs> yeah. I will admit, it took me a second because I was like, I was like trying to scroll and see if I'd ever heard of Professor X ever being a woman. And I'm like, wait a second. And then I'm like, no, wait, it was a pun. Yeah, it is. It is. I. So now, now now I'm wondering who who would be the next one. There's any. I'm picturing the Connor Kennedy just taking up acting suddenly. If Joe Jonas Jonas shows up. Joe Jonas trying to. Joe Jonas. Trying to compete with Nick. I think it'd be really funny if like a uh, Calvin Harris showed up in an MCU, but he was like this evil DJ. And so he would play like his evil little DJ turntable and then the world would start shaking. And like that's how he gets people. And the only oh. way to defeat him is if you shake it off. <laughs> yep. Yes. Oh god. Please insert oh. drums there too. And when they have the big final standoff, he says, This is what you came for. <laughs> no. This is terrible. I'm sorry. I'm just dying over here. Because <laughs> this could be Lex. a what if episode, honestly. And Hi. Le- Lex, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. <laughs> can guarantee you one thing when I join a party, and that is chaos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think my uh, Marvel chip that i have with call it what you want is uh scope hope is ant-man and the wasp is oh, I, uh, I i read a fic and yeah some parts that you don't need to save me but would you run away with me stuff like that and yeah and, I, and i'm in love with ant-man i have to admit it so that's why shocked i'm absolutely but, shocked truly shocked yes, i had to bring the scott lang anyway so I'm honestly surprised that I have more Marvel ships on this list than Candace does. I just want to just casually call her out. Candace yeah, um, doesn't have that many ships. <laughs> doesn't have many on her list. Let's just say that. But yeah, I am not like the biggest shipper in Marvel. Like that's, I know that's weird. I love Marvel. I love my MCU, but I'm more like, I like the friendships. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. That's my, like my found family. <laughs> yeah, found family. Like Marvel has only recently gotten good with romance. That like for the True, first really. ten years, like I also wasn't like going hardcore shipper into any of the couples. And I love Pepper and Tony, but like I wasn't looking up Taylor Swift songs for them. You know what I mean? You mean uh, to yeah. tell me you didn't have a Black Widow and Hulk playlist? Unfortunately, no. And I was one of the few that liked their relationship. Like when he finds out that she dies, like I'm still torn up by that. It is a good reaction. 
Yeah. They I gave it that I like the dynamic for, mm-hmm. for what it's <sighs> Yeah. I, uh, going back a little bit to Castle, um, but not exactly Castle, more Karen Page specifically. I had two songs that remind me of her. I'm always thinking of her, um, which is This Is Me Trying, uh, which I think is very much her dealing with everything that happened with her brother and her past and when she had to kill a man. Um, and then also tolerated. Um, I, maybe I'll get hate for this, but I did not like Karen Page and Matt Murdock together. I did not like how Matt Murdock treated her in that relationship. Um, when he very clearly had chemistry with Claire and with uh, Electra when she shows up. Uh, and tolerate it just very much feels like Karen Page just being like, yeah, I'll tolerate this. Might as well. <laughs> dang, I actually did ship Karen and Matt together. Like, but you saying Matt, season, I'm like, dang, that's true though. Like the first season, I loved them. And then as soon as they introduced Frank and I saw like a character that actually cared about her with very little like history with her and like instantly cared for her. I was like, this was missing. Matt does not care. Mm-hmm. And then I heard tolerate it the first time. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is weirdly making me want to go back to writing Karen page fanfic. Huh? <laughs> I didn't though. I resisted the urge, but it just, it fit that dynamic that they created so well uh, and felt relevant since the, the recent news that, were they to bring Daredevil into the MCU that they want to bring Charlie Cox in, which I don't trust them with Karen Page, but you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with my girl. Now, speaking of strong female Marvel characters, I know that Lex has a really good song for everybody's favorite from mm. Captain Marvel. Yeah, for Carol Danvers, I put the man. Perfect. Yeah, I feel like that one doesn't need an, need an explanation. 10 out of 10. I, I think no. that one just speaks for itself. Now, are there any other songs that we have not mentioned that are on your playlists that you would like to bring up now? Um, it's not Marvel, but... No, it doesn't have to be Marvel. Okay. Just any. any. Um, so it is no secret that I'm a Marcion Ho. And... For I play, explain, explain. Um, Marcion Ho from the High Republic, um, the Star Wars novels. He is the quote-unquote villain... He is, in fact, a tall, broad, sad boy with a mask and daddy issues, and everybody wonders why I like him so much. This is a very opinionated explanation of who Marsha and Roe is. I'm not wrong about the tall, broad, and no. mask part. Or the daddy issues. Or it's the daddy the- issues. Or that he's sad. he's a meow meow boy, which he is, that's an opinion. <laughs> hey, no, he is a meow meow boy because he's got the long cat nails. Oh, that's okay, true. Okay, kind of- okay, wait, wait, wait. Back no, up again. New, What's a meow meow boy? Mom. Um, Kylo Ren. How do I explain? Martian. This? Everybody Draco thinks Malfoy. he's evil, but he's so soft and sad. I also, know. in the High Republic Adventure comics, like the new run, I don't know what the artist did, but he does actually kind of look like a cat now. Which, for the record, he did not look like a cat before, but he kind of looks like a cat now. So, just adding fuel to my meow meow boy. It anyway, looks like Henry Cavill as a cat man, which you yes. know, it's Henry Cavill, so not totally opposed, but. The Taylor Swift song. He doesn't have a tail, okay? There's no tail. I associate the song Haunted with him. It's just they are connected. That is his Taylor Swift song, his go-to. If Yeah, I I don't know how to explain this. Haunted is absolutely a Marcian Rose song, and I encourage everybody to read The High Republic with this in mind. 
And if you're listening to this prior to January, please keep your fingers crossed that we get to keep Marshawn Rowe past January because I have concerns. <gasps> let, our, let our meow meow live. Let the meow meow live. Let the meow meow die because I don't want to hear you guys talk about it for a year. Oh, one year? Oh, one year? One year? It's going to be two years. We don't know and how the three years? Go. And then four years? I until will talk about Ben undone, Solo until the day I go. die. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna be like the Titanic lady, like it's been eighty four years. Eighty four years, years. <laughs> clutching my battered copy of Light of the Jedi. I had a couple that are also not Marvel or Star Wars related that I wanted to mention real fast. Going back to Bridgerton and Pollen in particular, I put Tis the Damn Season for uh, Colin Bridgerton. There, he is a traveler, and if you read the books, he kind of comes and goes, but he always comes back to London for a certain amount of time. So I thought that fit him very well for the season uh, in London, as well as there's this line, uh, there's an ache in you put there and by the ache in me, which happens during the third book. Brief spoilers, but he basically says out loud in front of Penelope that he would never marry her, and it is the most heartbreaking scene to ever happen. I cannot wait to watch it in season three of Bridgerton so I can cry my eyes out, but it's so perfectly him, and I just want more people to be in my feels about these two together, so that is my- You have me. Yes. I got you. All day, every day. Yeah. Man. And also on the Bridgerton train, Benedict and Sophie, uh, who uh, we will wait to see if Sophie actually comes to the Netflix series, but I read their book and I fell in love with them. And it is very much a Cinderella story. They meet at a masked ball. So Enchanted and Wildest Dreams is just like plucked up, perfect for both of them. And uh, I cannot wait for all of the fan videos to come out, hopefully about them and somebody make a great mix between the two of them. Yes, please sign me up. I just injected in my veins. I'm so sad that Nicole isn't here because I had three songs on my list that like were perfectly suited for like the things that we fangirl about. Um, yes, do not give money to Harry Potter, but read the fanfics because the there's so many talented yeah. fanfic writers out there, and I more often than not go to Dramione fanfics because there's an overlap with Raylo fic writers and Dramione fic writers, and I just I like their style. Um, and Treacherous and Cruel Summer fit like the vibe of the AUs that I like to read for Dramione. And then Seven always makes me think of Wolfstar, which is Remus and Sirius, which was like one great of my song for them. Great song. Yes. Like you're afraid of your dad, you hide, like all it's so good. We'll run away together, everything's gonna be good. First time I heard it, I was like, yes. Yes, because Seven is not a song that like I initially liked when I heard the album. It was like almost a skip for me, which is like really rare. Uh, and then when I applied this context to it, I was like, yes, this is a song for them. Nice. Um, and like my two kind of outliers on this ship list. Nice. Well, I think for me, uh, chips that are not Marvel or Star Wars. Yeah, I ha you mentioned Roy Keeley. I'm going to mention Ted Becker because I chipped Ted yes. Lasso with Rebecca Welton. Yes. And I think, yes, I think uh, Begin Again and Everything Has Changed would be perfect. Especially, I mean, do you uh, remember season two and the, the, the Christmas special when they're walking from delivering the gift? Jason Sudeikis took the bridge out of Begin Again because pretty much she almost mentioned Rupert, her ex-husband, and 
they talk about Christmas movies. So yeah, that's that's a that's a great song. And I know, well, season three, well, there's a possibility maybe they they're gonna, but they're pretty much soulmates. That's where I am. And uh, but everything has changed. Is also one that fits a lot on on both of them, especially they open the door that is seen on season one where Ted opens the door and she takes like a long time and oh, I respect you didn't hurry. I love that. And I think that phrase embodies what we might see on season three. So here's here's hoping. There's I went from not shipping them to like they are in game and like season three will end with the two of them together. Like I am convinced. Yes. Now I know Lex has a really inspired character for no body, no crime. Oh yeah. That made me giggle when I saw it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Knives Out is my second favorite movie of all time. And I love me some Ransom Drysdale. Uh, so I put no body, no crime for him. Um, and it's specifically the part uh, at the end of the bridge where it's that they think she did it, but they just can't prove it. She thinks I did it, but she just can't prove it. I think that's so fitting for like the family just having their suspicion on Marta. And then no, it's not so much that Marta starts to get suspicious of him, but Blanc does and just those pieces falling into place. I just mm -hmm. I saw a fan edit to that part such that movie and I downloaded it to my phone and watched it like every day for a stretch. I just thought that was inspired. Oh, I love that. And you also have a really interesting one for the archer. Uh, and then we'll get to, I think Meredith has the archer on hers as well. Oh yeah. Uh, so I put Clint Barton for the archer. Um, and what's so funny is if you'd asked me like three weeks ago about Clint Barton I would have really no thoughts like I just had always kind of felt very neutral on him and then uh I've been watching Hawkeye and now I'm like if something happens to Clint Barton I will riot and I think something that's really interesting is that this show has kind of showcased his process through coming out the other end of everything that's gone down with Endgame and the other Avengers movie and it's made me see him in a new light and I just suddenly felt like you know it's a bit on the nose obviously because the archer and he's got the bow and arrow but I feel like this song works for him yeah like uh, as of the waffle we have been very anti Clint Barton and <clears throat> yes <laughs> we have been very vocal about that but Hawkeye has really I, re I really appreciate how they're handling going through his physical and mental like pain and injuries of like being a normal human being, not being like a thunder God or anything, you know? And yeah, yes. it does work. When I saw that one of the titles of Taylor's new songs was the Archer, I was just like, is this about Clint Barton or Katniss or, or season Pevensy or Legolas? Legolas. <clears throat> That's what I'm going with. I like the Susan Pevensy one. Yes, so that is who I put for the Archer on my list as well, which also like you, Lex, like I have really fallen into Clint's story a lot in Hawkeye. So like the Archer, it's on the nose, but it really works. And that's also how I feel about for Susan as well. It is very on the nose. Um, but a lot of like her story I feel is echoed in um, you know, just being left alone and fighting these battles because like, you know, she doesn't actually get to be with her uh like in Aslan's country at the end and uh 
she kind of is like in the way that Edmund's kind of off on his own. I feel like she holds her own kind of burdens and I feel like the archer reflects that well for her. Yes. Any last minute additions anyone would like to mention? I know everybody hasn't gotten to say all of theirs because I think we we were, it, it, I don't know, we went over the top with all of our ships or at least I did. I don't I, we were very ambitious. We were very ambitious. That was the word. Yes. But there's just I, so much, you yeah. know? There's just so much Taylor Swift and so many great ships. I would there like are. to just go back, like, in on a positive note, a happier note, um, back to Brooklyn Nine-Nine and knowing that Jake <laughs> is a huge Taylor Swift fan. When Amy was dating Teddy, I can just see him blasting You Belong With Me in his car all the time and just, like, you know, just singing it out while driving to work because I don't <laughs> I don't know if I said this. Maybe I just said it in my head. But when we were talking about Finpo earlier, You Belong With Me is my Finpo song. You did nice. not say that, but I love I that didn't so say much. <laughs> I, I love like, that. In my head, I don't know when this clicked for me. It was sometime during quarantine. I was listening to it and I'm like, oh my God, this is like, I think I was thinking of Resistance Reborn and like, Poe explicitly asking Finn if he's dating Ray, if he's dating Rose, and he like really needs those answers. And I'm like, this is Poe pre that clarification. Resistance <laughs> Reborn gave us so much. It is I know. so, so, so Finn Poe. So it's Finn Poe in that book specifically because because Poe just really, really, really wants to be with Finn and doesn't understand why they're not yet. So that's my that's my Finn Poe song. I love that. I feel like that's a, a happy note to end on. Unless anybody has something else. Yes. Norhal, Quick Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I was going to say Paper Rings for Jake yes. and yes. Amy as well. Because uh, Paper Rings was brought up for Parks and Rec. I also think it belongs to Yeah, they they just got married behind the precinct with like shredded files as their confetti. Oh my god, that's right. I feel yeah. like Paper that Rings so also cute. fits for Nick and Jess. Oh, yes. Like... Yeah. Paper Rings is the we are the final couple of a sitcom. Like <laughs> I, the will and, they won't they and here we are. And yeah. also the sitcom doesn't have enough money to have a full blown wedding, so we're gonna keep it with the core cast and make it like the hijinks assume that we don't have to show a full wedding. Because the hey, budget doesn't have it. Taylor Swift was on New Girl, so Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not, and Jake Peralta has a restraining order <laughs> hey but you know what's so funny is that new girl and brooklyn 99 had that crossover episode yep. yes they it's all did. the same universe yeah it's all, all the same universe they just don't realize that was taylor swift that showed up at cc's wedding <laughs> love that yeah love some good conspiracy theories to end our super massive one hour long episode so sorry to candace who has to edit this oh no this might be rz this time Oh, <laughs> poor Arzu. <laughs> it's all good. I'll just hit record in the middle of editing and just go on another Marshawn right. tangent or something. It's <laughs> like go. delete Candace being like, explain no. yourselves, please. <laughs> oh my God. You're, you're reminding us that not everybody lives in our head. Not everybody yeah. has these conversations with us all the time. Yeah, you're like, I'm a Martian home. But like, nobody knows what that is, Arzu. It's like, Arzu, all, all you just told people is you're a hoe. Please explain. So, 
that's okay. We can all be hoes for something that we love. But I want to thank all of you for joining me, not just on this episode, but throughout the season. It has been such a blast talking about Taylor Swift's debut album and so much more fun talking about all of our ships and getting to talk about some of the Taylor Swift songs from other eras. Speaking of other eras, we are fast approaching uh, the Fearless era, which I am so excited to get into. I just did a re-listen of Fearless and brought me right back to all of the seals. So I cannot wait to jump into that in the new year, which in reality is in like a couple of weeks, which is insane. Um, But you have been listening to Starbucks Lovers, a Taylor Swift podcast on the Geeky Waffle Network. So thank you so much for listening, not just to this episode, but throughout the season. You can follow me over at Maggie of the Town or on Taylor Swift Pod. Where can folks find you, Arzu? So you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Arzu Amin. Um, You can also find me couple places my site or zoodutu.com and you can also find me at the geeky waffle um co-hosting the geeky waffle flagship show but hosting what is my show called space waffle Waffle. (laughs) (laughs) i've been up since four in the morning i don't know my own first name um hosting space waffles on the geeky waffle network and writing over there as well and uh i've got bylines all over you can find all that on my twitter so that's me and Candace, where can followers find you? Yeah, you can find me at thegeekywaffle.com, just like Arzu. You can find us at geeky underscore waffle on Twitter. And my Twitter is Candace is a geek. And Norha, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Norha. Uh, there's uh, my, my, uh, my links on Iron my bio and also on Instagram at Norha. So yeah, that's that. Check it. out Norha's covers. Yeah, oh, fantastic yes. Taylor Swift cover. Yes, actually, I just got uh, to 52, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the recently all too well 10 minute version left me emotionally crumped like a pa- piece of paper, but it was it was really good. Thank you. I'm shocked all too well didn't come up at all. I guess it feels just feels so personal to Taylor yes, so that nobody Jake. linked it to anything. I just that yeah. just occurred to me. Yes. Should have made it some Spider-Man related song. Um, Meredith, where can folks find you? Yes. um, You can find me on Twitter at Meredith Loftus um, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I have a podcast called Fangirl Forum, which you can find on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and SoundCloud. And it has a Twitter account at Fangirl Forum Pod. And I have recently been doing some writing over for fandom. Uh, so you can check out some of those fun articles. I may or may not have a Taylor Swift uh, article coming up all about the best ships song. Excellent. And last but certainly not least, Lex, where can everyone find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Alexis Willie, W-I-L-L-I underscore. And uh, you can... Find me in the replies of Maggie and Nicole's tweets causing chaos. <laughs> That's where you belong. Mm-hmm. Well, until the next episode and the fearless era, thank you so much for listening.